Welcome, everybody, to the Academy of Esports. I'm your host, James O'Hagan. We are getting close to the end of the school year, and I wanted to take a few moments today just to reflect on the time that I've had this year with our esports teams in the Racine Unified School District. As you may or may not be aware, this year we had four high schools competing in the Wisconsin High School Esports Association. We had a very successful season for many of our schools, which was their first opportunities to have in esports. So again, I wanted to take a couple of moments and reflect on some of the things that were positives and successes that we had and some of the struggles that we had this year. First, the positives. We had four high schools competing at the state championships just a couple of weeks ago at Game On in Fond du Lac. It was an amazing experience. It was a long day, though, to have four sports going at one time and to have everybody there competing all day in Smash Brothers, League of Legends, Rocket League, and Overwatch. It was a big put-on by everybody to get that accomplished. Mike Dahl, who's the president of the Wisconsin High School Esports Association, deserves a lot of credit for the work that he did to get that that. Uh, venue set up and organized the way that it was. I also have to give a lot of respect and shout outs to our athletic directors in the Racine Unified Dis School District. Not only did they come up with three of our high schools to get esports jerseys for this school year, but Joe Went, who's the athletic director at Horlick High School, he went above and beyond and said, look, you're sending your kids to a state championship. Whenever we send our kids to a state championship competition, we always do a coach bus. We don't do a big yellow bus. So we sent four high schools together, Walden, Park, Horlick, and Case High Schools. They all went together in the same bus up to Fond du Lac in a coach bus. So it's one of those nicer buses with like a bathroom and reclinable seats, things like that. The kids were fantastic that day too. It was really so much fun to see four high schools of kids walk in together all at the same time and kind of just change the scene as you would as you would say um, when they walked in with their jerseys on and we had about 50 people with us compared to some of the other schools that had maybe five or six kids um, it really kind of changed the dynamic of the whole space so it was really impressive to see that morning when everybody walked in just looking like they were ready to compete Couple of thoughts though about the events. Four events in one day is a long day. And as we know, whenever we're doing anything with technology or setups or anything like this, there's going to be some hiccups along the way. And while there were no major hiccups along the way, which again is a testament to the, the great equipment that Fond du Lac's uh, Game On uh, Gaming Lounge has, um, there were some things that set us behind maybe five minutes here, six minutes here, 10 minutes here. When you compound those things, you find that um, you get behind. And when we finally got to the end of the day and we had our League of Legends um, finals going on with Case High School, those kids from Case High School had been sitting around all day. They had been there since approximately 8.30 in the morning and we were talking, they weren't getting started until 6, 6.30 in the, in the evening. So while we're looking at how we're going to pull this off in the future, especially as more schools come on, some of the thoughts are is that we're going to split ourselves into two seasons. We'll have a spring and a fall. It makes sense to do things that way, and I'll get into some of the, the deeper parts about it, but just thinking about the logistics of a state competition when you've got so many more schools that want to participate and we start to have to set up divisions and subdivisions so that we can have big schools competing against big schools and small schools against small schools, we want to make sure that the day is not something that is more... Uh, of a, it's not so compact 
we want it to be a day where the kids feel relaxed and they come to compete and they can celebrate their victories and not get um, set aside for so many hours and waiting. Uh, if any of you have ever been to a track meet or been a track coach, it's a lot like that where you're waiting all day for maybe an event and then you've got to get into the competitive mindset. So if you're ever going to take your kids to anything like this, if you're ever going to take any of your scholar gamers to an event like this in the future, it's best to mentally prepare them ahead of time. A lot of the kids, they knew what time they were going to compete. And we had a schedule set up, but especially the, the kids on the League of Legends teams, they got very frustrated at the end of the day when they realized that, oh my gosh, it's four o'clock. We were supposed to be going, I think, a half hour ago. Why are we not going yet? Well, again, it's because those little five to 10 minute spots where you had a changeover or a match go long or a little technical issue go on, those needed to be addressed along the way. And so um, one of the big takeaways, again, just to summarize, is that when we look at the venues and we look at how we're going to run our state competitions, we're probably going to need to space some things out and it will help when we split ourselves into a spring and a fall season. Here's another reason why the spring and fall season split is going to be great. When you've got four esports games going on in season at one time, it really limits you on what you can get done practice-wise and game-wise, especially if you're the only general manager or coach of your team. So let's say you're the general manager of your team and you are overseeing Overwatch, League of Legends, Smash Brothers, and Rocket League. During the week, you're probably going to have one of those games being played in competition every day. So where does practice time come in? Where does the time for you to actually have your kids go and do workouts or work on um, some of their stretching and some of their, their yoga breathing techniques? Where do those things come in? You have very little opportunity to do it. The focus right there is so much on the games that we really lose out on the big opportunities that we have to do a little bit more with our kids. So um, what I'm looking for, and I've already met with my coaches, my general managers this past week, was we discussed how we're going to build out our schedules for the next school year so that we can allow times for practice to include things like weight training, to allow things like cardiovascular training, where we're gonna get some time to do some stretching, to do some breathing, to do some yoga. Uh, when I say yoga, and I, and I don't want you to think that when I'm saying yoga, I'm meaning that you have to bring in a yoga instructor and mats and have the kids um, you know, laying in a, in a downward dog for 30 minutes or anything like that. I guess it's better to qualify yoga as being more like how you would stretch and prepare your body if you were going to do, do some serious working out and focus more again on the breathing. Um, as I looked again at our kids during competition, especially during the state championships, I noticed that they were getting physically tired. These kids were so tired at the end of their competitions. They looked like they were out of breath. They looked out of shape, which is hard to believe when you're talking about uh, video games. A lot of people still don't realize that when you're playing video games, your heart rate is running anywhere from 120 to 160 beats per minute. That's like sprinting. That's like running a marathon. That's like doing some heavy duty, high intensity training. So if you're looking this summer to get your scholar gamers prepared for the fall season with esports, don't just focus on asking them to play the games. Don't just ask them to look at videos of other people playing the games because that's just doing film work and that's just doing the game practice. They got to get their bodies prepared. 
stress this summer that they get their their healthy eating habits set up. And a lot of kids just don't know how to eat healthy. They don't know what the food does to their bodies when they put it into their systems. So really emphasize that they need to diversify their foods. They need to find those foods that are not going to spike uh, their blood sugar levels. So again, staying away from high fructose corn syrup foods, processed foods, you're going to have to start stressing them things like healthy fats, uh, eating more vegetables, eating more uh, fruits. Um, again, low in um, low lower blood sugar spiking fruits. So fruits like berries, melon, those are fantastic fruits that don't really spike up your blood sugar a lot too tremendously. Um, and also eating like red lean meats, chicken, fish, things like that. Fish especially because those omega fatty acids in the fish are so good for the brain and so good at train. So when you're when you're in training, uh, your brain will be um, have better nutrients, be better ready to be active, if you will. But again, as I think about our season coming up, when we think about the fall and what we can do during the summer, we're really emphasizing the things that you do away from the games to prepare to prepare ourselves and, pre- and to prepare our scholar gamers. Uh, the other step that we are taking um, this year going into the fall, into the spring, because we know that there are also scholar gamers who are with us in the fall and in the spring who may have different gaming interests. We don't want to necessarily push kids. Let's say, in the, let's say for example, in the fall, we have the games um, League of Legends and Rocket League going on, Okay. Or if we did, uh, let's say, Rocket League and League of Legends. But let's say your kids are primarily Smash Brothers and and Overwatch players, which go on in the spring. Do we want to still have those kids involved in esports? Absolutely. How do we get those kids involved in esports? How do we prepare them? Well, first off, you can still engage them by... um, asking them to be your analyst, being your data analyst, learning the games. They may not be the best gamer in all these situations, but they can actually learn the games. In fact, a great story is at Park High School, there were several students who um, were not able to be able, were not able to be part of the League of Legends team at Park High School. They were the only one who really didn't field a League of Legends team this past spring. There was one girl though, who kept coming to practice and she really wants to play League of Legends. Several of the boys on the team actually have taken it upon themselves. They said, this summer, we're going to learn League of Legends so that we can come back in the fall and play with our with our teammates so that she has a team to play on in the fall. While they may not be the best, that growth mindset, that that connection to a student who they may not have known before, this is all completely new to them. So this is a great opportunity, again, for your kids to start to branch out and look into other games. The other thing I asked our coaches to do, and and this is something that we are doing um, in the school district, is we joined up with the North American Scholastic Esports Federation as an affiliate. Yes, the Racine Unified School District is now an affiliate for the North American Scholastic Esports Federation. What that means now is that not only do we get access to all of their free resources, resources that I've used uh, a number of times and in and, and, and making my case for why we should have esports in our schools, and it's free, um, if I didn't say that already. But um, the other part of it is that they also run tournaments throughout the school year. So there may be some games that some of your kids are not necessarily connected to. Um, and that or that your school, excuse me, that your school is not necessarily connected into whether through a state association or how, however you um, compete 
at whatever level that you do with your esports. So by NACEF running these small uh, tournaments throughout the school year, it allows your kids to still be part of your esports experience in your schools, and it still allows your kids to be connected into that culture, that positive culture that you're developing so that it becomes a year-round experience, even though their games may not be the ones that we're playing at this time. I really look forward to the 1920 school year, what we're going to have going forward with our esports competitions. It looks really good here in the city of Racine. Uh, we just got word that the Milwaukee School of Engineering now has an esports team that's starting up. Whitewater is going, Marquette University. I've been in, I've contacted some other local schools about starting them up at their uh, starting up esports teams at their schools. It really looks like a positive wonderful time to be involved in esports in southeast wisconsin that will do it for this week on the academy of esports i've been your host james o'hagan esports are organized competitive video games allowing schools to redefine their athletic culture diversify opportunities for student participation promote good physical and mental health increase collegiate scholarship pathways and play games we can never forget the importance of play. The mission of the Academy of Esports is to support these ideals. The vision of the Academy of Esports is for all students to experience the fun and joy of playing competitive video games. You may follow me on Twitter at Jim O'Hagan. That's at J-I-M-O-H-A-G-A-N. And through the Academy of Esports account at T-A-O Esports. It's a great way to get the latest blog posts, podcast episodes, and news coming out of esports and education. And remember, you can continue your engagement by going to www.taoesports.com. You can also connect through Facebook at www.facebook.com slash taoesports. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to our time again next week.